so the soundbite we hear coming into the segment here, maybe a couple of years old now, it's Dave Rose, <laughs> it's Dave Rose saying, I'm really proud of the guys. The last 80 minutes have seen a lot of fight. And, Dave, as it turns out, that kind of describes your week this week. This has been a good week, yeah. And uh, you, especially when you, you throw Saturday in from last week and go Saturday to Saturday, it's uh, three big wins. And uh, I think you see a lot of competitive uh, spirit in our group. And, uh, you know, th- this, is a, this is a unique place to play, period. But BYU coming in here, I think, makes it even, uh, you know, a little bit more special, especially for the home team. And, it was a great crowd, and, and I, I think our guys, you know, were, were really amped up to play, and we got a lot of really good shots to start the game, couldn't make them. But the thing that, uh, you know, won the game for us was how we competed in that 8, 10, 12-minute stretch when we were stuck on five, that it didn't get to 20 or 18 or whatever the number could have got to, uh, that we kept that thing right around 7, 8, I think maybe got to 11 at one point. But... Uh, that allowed us to once we figured out how we needed to score and how we needed to play and that you know we weren't going to be able to make some of these you know wide open threes we got to drive that thing in there McKay did a great job out of a timeout we just said hey no threes unless it's late in the clock and uh, you know Zach turned a couple open shots down on that possession and McKay got into the key laid it up got fouled got to the free throw line and kind of you know broke that deal for us and and uh, you know, they did a great job on Yo. I mean, we, we got the ball two, two or three times, and it was just hard for him to, to finish. And uh, But I'll, what I'll remember about this game, you know, is uh, is how we competed during that time where offensively we were struggling. And that's a sign that these guys are really committed. They're committed to this end, and they're committed to, you know, um, to each other. And, and uh, you know, uh, there's, there's in the fifth, whatever they got, 66 points tonight. Right. There's some kind of stat out there that if you know they get 70 points they win some ridiculous amount 80 percent of their games or something like that and yeah, Duryea is 32 and 8 at 70 or more yeah and, and so that's uh that's how you win you come in here and you play some pretty good d and and then uh find a way to find a way to score a few points yeah that's an 80 percent win rate for tim when they get to 70 or more they were under it tonight and that stretch you talked about it did get to eight they're up 15 to seven on you it's 15 to nine with about five minutes to go in the half. Now, no coach aspires to have only nine points in 15 minutes, but every coach would aspire to have a team that's still in the game at that point, and you were grinding it to keep that thing manageable. And then end up with, you know, taking the lead, the lead. In, in the halftime after you've been, you know, and I think that gave our guys a lot of confidence in what we're doing. And I think that, uh, you know, we uh, we, we had a, a, I mean, a really good week in, in, in our ability to just compete, compete on – you know the defensive end especially, but but both ends. We we were really good offensively the other night, and we were just good enough tonight uh, to win. But uh, I think both nights we played, we, we guarded well enough to, to to win both games, and I think that's why we won them. Coach, you alluded to this a little bit, but I'd like to know kind of more of what the the adjustments were made because you because what they were doing to Yo, you weren't making your threes. Uh, uh, it seemed like you put a, a team on the floor with guards that were quicker and could get in the paint and create some that way. Was there a conscious adjustment to try and get some more points on the board because it worked the last five, seven minutes? Yeah, well, with Eli in foul trouble, uh, it changes you know what we do and how we do it. And we had three small guards out there in uh, Tej and and Jashir and, and McKay, and uh, and they were I mean they were switching things and jumping out. 
and we, we, we ran a lot of things where we could get two guys on the ball and then slip them, and, and we could you know kind of throw a little pocket pass. And But we wanted, instead of settling for wide-open threes, okay, which you would think, come on, that's what we do. We're really good at it. We needed to change it. We need to change our philosophy and get to the free-throw line. And uh, and get to and that, you know what in the last five minutes we, we we scored you know eighteen or nineteen points I think had twenty nineteen to nine run yeah yeah and so uh, it was it was mainly just trying to get the floor spread a little bit and then drive it and try to get at the rim short shots lead to short rebounds get a couple of offensive rebounds and stick back and uh, it really helped us as good as you were inside that said. Eli made a couple of tough threes early in the second half that got you guys kind of off that snide and, and able to, to push a little. I mean, I don't think there's any way that you can really, you know, kind of measure how important those first two threes were for because it's, it reminds me of so many times when you just you're just stuck and you need someone to jump up there and hit one, you know. And uh, I always remember in in uh, you know the, the NCAA tournament a few years ago, you know against Wofford, and we were having a hard time making a shot. Logan Magnuson jumps up and drills it, and then Jimmer and Jack, everybody starts making them. You know, I just need somebody to to get that thing in the basket, and uh, and you know we were five for eight in the second half. All right, more from Dave Rose after this. Back at the Spectrum, ten thousand plus on hand to watch BYU win at seventy-five to sixty-six here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. The BYU Creamery Cougar postgame show continues from the Spectrum in Logan, where BYU wins consecutive games in 2014 and again now in 2017. A 10-point win three years ago, a 9-point win tonight. Both felt equally good, 75-66, as BYU defeats the Aggies here tonight to go to 6-2. and two. And in that 6-2 and two record, Coach Dave Rose is a 3-0 and mark in true away games already and four wins away from home. Yeah, it's been a tough stretch for the guys. And, uh, uh, you know, th- this week will, you know, it's take take a lot out of them and and, you know you'd figure that this time last week we were you know sitting in in jfk waiting to get on a plane to come home and uh face you know two really really tough in-state opponents that both places sold out and uh our guys dealt with it they handled it we got two wins uh, got a lot of guys a lot of experience we got a new team member in mckay and he's you know came immediately paid dividends for us so uh, you know, right now it's uh, you know things feel pretty good with this group, but get to, get uh, tomorrow off and then get back in the gym on Monday and Christmas around the world is now left. Uh, you know, I, I, what I need to do is go back to the last two years since we've actually this is the first year we've been in the facility and we're two and zero Christmas around the world. Be interesting to go back over the last you know 11 or 12 years and see what our record's been during that week. christmas around the world because we you know we practiced, haven't had the energy. we practiced yeah. everywhere we've been all over the place tonight i mean today this week it just felt so normal it just felt like we didn't even know they were down there and we had great practices every day and good preparation and the guys came up with a couple wins Coach, uh, Zach Selyus looked a little flustered in the first half, made a couple of mistakes, but that at the end of the game, he was in for you, and I uh, thought he played great, and he kind of runs that four spot, I guess you'd call it, and he seemed to run it well, and uh, you know, with a shooter like that, they really have to get out on him as well, maybe open it up for Yoli. Do you like having Zach kind of run in that spot well, at there's, times? There's, there's no question that when he's on the floor at the four, that there's just more space. There's more space for Eli to drive. There's more space for, you know, McKay and TJ to kind of go. There's more space for, um, 
you know, Jasheer and, and those, you know, I got four guards who, who are good with the ball and can, you know, get past people and make plays and finish at the rim and get fouled, get to the free throw line. And so um, if they don't stand back in there, you know, they're always bringing a second guy now for Yo, so that's, you know, makes it, you know, pretty tough on him. But uh, it makes it a lot easier when we, when you got a guy out there that, that brings, the, you know, his man out on the perimeter and then that that means they have to come a lot further to get yo, and it just makes it makes playing offense a lot easier. And I thought that, like you said, in the first half, you know, it was it, he didn't get off to the best start and sat there and watched a little bit. But that second half, he was a big part of us. He made some huge defensive plays. He took the ball from Sam one time. His high school teammate, you know, two buddies that that played together and won state championships together. And, uh, he blocked him one time, so um, he, he he was a real big big uh, difference in the game. You guys went 37 of 44 at the free throw line this week. Nice way to be able to finish out games, isn't it? Yeah, and and you know I, I think that it reminded me. I told the print media it reminded me a little bit of the Princeton game where we didn't really shoot the ball great, but we got ourselves in a position to get the right guys fouled, got them to the free throw line, and and uh, we converted. To, I mean, you, you make 24 free throws in a game, and that that can really help as far as trying to. Especially in the night when points are just so hard to come by, and and I, you know, I give Tim a, a lot of credit. He's dealt with so many, you know, injury personnel issues, and those guys came out here tonight with a a great game plan and unbelievable energy, and uh, they're really athletic. I think he's going to have a, a really good year, and, and he's got some uh, uh, some some guys that'll really uh, do well there in in the Mountain West Conference. Those Royal Royal uniforms, by the way, we saw them for the first time tonight. They look good, and you played well in them. So yep. I guess we'll keep them around. Well, I, I think that uh, you know we'll we'll, play, we'll we'll use them as an alternate road jersey. We got a home, another alternate home jersey too. So I think we, you'll see uh, quite a few combinations. But uh, both of those are, are Royals. There's a white with Royal, and then that that Royal there. And uh, you, know, you know who else would look good in those? Me and Greg. Just putting that out there, Dave. <laughs> Chris, Christmas is coming. All right. <laughs> All right, I'll make I'll make a note of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, last thing, Dave. Uh, Illinois State coming into your place on Tuesday. Seventeen and one in their league last year. Twenty twenty eight and seven overall. People may not know the name Illinois State, but people who know basketball know this is one tough program. You get them at your place Tuesday. Yeah, and, and you know it's it's hard for all of us. You know they're in the Missouri Valley Conference, and it, it's hard to to track five, power five teams to come to your place. And he put out a tweet last year after yeah. he got snubbed from the NCAA tournament with 27 or 28 wins, I think they had. And, 28 and 7. And, you know, he said, hey, come on. Anybody wants to play? And so, you know, we called just to see what would happen and told him we were looking for, you know, a home-home series starting at our place. And, and he kind of sat on it for a while, but then I guess he didn't get a lot of uh, takers. And, you know, we, we've been a pretty good RPI team over the years, and, and, and so he called and said, let's do it, found a date. We'll return it a year from now, and uh, but be excited to have him come in here on uh, on Wednesday night. Hopefully he'll get a good crowd in here and get, get a nice home game. So we're going to normal Illinois next year. Yeah. Normal. The journey to normal. Wherever, wherever it is. Mark, Mark, Mark's, been, Mark's been on that journey his whole life. He's been on, he's, hasn't gotten there yet. I've been uh, to Abbey normal a few times. Well, Dave, congrats. What a fun night yeah, uh, uh, to be here in the building and, and to get to call. And so congrats to you and the guys. And we'll see you uh, next week, and especially for our coaches show on Tuesday. All right. Thanks.